This is the Can BDA Youth Collective Podcast, a youth ministry podcast dedicated to resourcing Christ-centered, others-focused disciples. Hello and welcome to the Canada Bermuda Youth Collective Podcast. Thank you for joining us once again for our latest episode. Um, today we have a very special guest, so we're really glad you've joined us. Um, for the uh, past four years, I've had the opportunity to be in the Territorial Youth Secretary for the Canada Bermuda Territory, but that time is coming to an end. Um, I've been reappointed to a uh, appointed to a, a new appointment. I'll be finishing up my role as a Territorial Youth Secretary in just a few weeks, and they've uh, found a replacement. They felt that, I, you know, that my role was important enough that they should bring someone else in. So it makes me feel good that when I'm leaving, they feel someone needs to come and um, replace me in that role. So today is a special day because we get to uh, meet my replacement um, here uh, for the role of the Territorial Children and Youth Secretary. And so our guest today for your listening pleasure to get to meet is none other than Captain Jason Dockery. Welcome, Jason. Oh yeah, it's so so good to be here, Terrence, and uh, you know, hanging out on your deck here and trying to figure out uh, you know life and uh, and ministry as we move forward and to listening to them construct uh, buildings around us and kids running by. I'm sure there'll be lots of great noises, but it's uh, yeah, super excited to be here. Super excited to be. Uh, to be replacing you, as you say, and uh, um, yeah, just really, um, yeah, really feel privileged that uh, you know Salvation Army thought, in some capacity, I might be able to fill uh, those those big shoes uh, of yours. Well, you know, I do wear size 13. If anybody's anybody's wondering, but it is good. Yeah, we are. It is. That's also the reason I'm very excited about this episode because this is the first episode in a long time, in uh, oh, well over a year since. Uh, pandemic restrictions came in where I'm actually talking to someone live face to face. Now we're socially distanced, uh, I want to let you know, uh, but here in Ontario where we are at the time of recording, we are finally allowed to have a very limited gathering outside. So as Jason has mentioned, we are outside in my backyard, so you will hear the birds twer- uh, twerping or tweeting or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, they could be chirping too. Yeah, they could. <laughs> uh, and you may hear some some noises, but uh, it's good to be able to speak to someone face to face. And so we're here in our backyard here in Toronto and um, opportunity to talk together about um, youth ministry, about what uh, God is laying on our hearts in these days and where God is leading um, leading the Children and Youth Ministry of the Canterbury Territory as he has brought in um, someone new to um, give leadership there. And I will say, uh, it's not just Jason, of course, it's also his wonderful wife, Kristen, who will be serving as the Assistant Children and Youth, Territorial Children and Youth Secretary. And she will also be uh, taking uh, that role which Jennifer served with me and also uh, stepping into uh, Jennifer's role as the Territorial Candidates Secretary and so um, you'll have plenty of opportunity to meet Kristen as well but today it's just Jason you get all Jason today it's 100% Jason for your entry fee you know that's right we don't want to be sharing the, the limelight Kristen can have her, her limelight later <laughs> you know sometimes no, we get sometimes you get we got to share with our spouses but yeah, yeah no it's I'm excited and Kristen's uh, super excited as well obviously uh, you know quite passionate about children and youth stuff and we had uh, you know after a year away from the children and youth kind of work we were uh, DYs out in BC for those of you who are listening that might not know and work with Jennifer and Terrence as they were the TYs then as well and uh, yeah we're just really both of us are really passionate about uh, young people really passionate about young people finding Jesus and developing you know Christ-centered others focused leaders so we're uh, we're really 
pumped to be here and to, to be getting going. And, uh, you know, I'll help Kristen out from time to time on her candidate stuff too. But, uh, of course, my main focus will be uh, the children and youth of this territory. Yeah, so just so that people, obviously, like you said, you're known to pretty much everybody, I'm sure, because of your time um, as DYs in the BC division. So uh, lots of folks would recognize you. Um, but uh, perhaps you can kind of fill us in a little bit about who you guys are and particularly who you are, maybe a bit of your history. Um, where do you come from? Um, you know, how did the Lord save you? How did you come to this point and to be here uh, stepping into this role? Well, that, yeah, huge questions. Well, I'll start with, you probably would recognize me if it weren't for the fact that I haven't had a haircut since November in uh, Toronto. Um, True word. Uh, oh, it's 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 hard, you know. Looking over across the table here at Terrence, and he's he's due for a haircut. Hopefully, when he gets to the if Maritimes. I wasn't, but. You can't see this, but if I wasn't wearing these massive, giant, like DJ type, super fat headphones that keep my hair back, yeah. it's like my hit. It would be. Uh, birds could nest in my hair oh yeah he's definitely you definitely have a, a headband look going on there it's 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 wonderful they're pulling that hair back but uh, yeah no i mean uh, yeah big big question there terence you know huge question i think you know it's worth noting or worth thinking about like I, my i grew up in kitchener ontario uh, so not too far away from where we're sitting right now about an hour away from toronto on west of toronto grew up in a christian home loving parents uh a fifth fifth uh, generation salvationist on my dad's side and uh, and you know lots of officers and different things my parents weren't officers they were uh, but strong members of the church and uh, you know grew up basically you know just in the DNA of the church I was there you know you know Monday night for Bible study Tuesday night for band practice Thursday night for um, for uh, songster practice you know divisional youth band practice on Saturday, you know, uh, all kinds of other programs and, you know, uh, involved in the social ministries of the church. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I don't think I could remember, you know, a moment where I didn't know Jesus. But um, one of the things that was influential in my life growing up, one of the things that was uh, just hugely impactful was camping ministry. So from the age of, you know, six years old, uh, right up till now, you know, uh, camp has been a huge, uh, huge part of my life. And I, I remember, being around 12 or 13 at a uh, at a uh, campfire and just feeling this overarching sense that God wanted more of me, uh, you know. So I knew Him, I loved Him, I'm confident of my salvation, but God wanted all of me, and uh, you know this this real sense of you know physical sense of uh, the Holy Spirit coming on me, and uh, and uh, just a real sense that God wanted me for more in this, uh, and so. Uh, you know, from that moment on, trying to really have this consistent life, you know, Jason at school, Jason at home, Jason at church was the same Jason. And I still, of course, struggle with that. I think a lot of us struggle with that, just wanting to, uh, that consistent life and making sure that, uh, you know, Christ is the center and has redeemed all aspects of who I am and uh, living in, in that truth and that reality. Um, spent you know, uh, nine years working at Salvation Army camps, uh, well, only one camp, Camp Selkirk, and uh, I always joke if uh, the Salvation Army hadn't sold that camp, I'd probably still be working there, uh, but had to uh, grow up and get a real job, as I, I joked, uh, uh, the summer that the camp was sold, and uh, started uh, sold RVs for a little while, loved that, uh, um, worked at an at-risk youth center for a while, worked with uh, adults with developmental disabilities for a little while, did some church planting and really uh, sensed a, a call to officership and that has been an amazing journey. God's just kind of uh, 
just taken me places I could have never have dreamed uh, from a core appointment in uh, Niagara Falls, Ontario. Love Niagara Falls, love the people there. Um, was my favorite uh, appointment. Don't tell the people out in BC where I was a DY because that was also my favorite appointment, uh, of course. And uh, yeah, we went, uh, you know, 4,000 kilometers away to uh, from one side of the country basically to the other to be DYs for four years uh, and just was an amazing blessing. Got the, the, uh, the dream of coming back to camp and coming back to camping ministry and, you know, seeing uh, young uh, people and young leaders uh, really come into their own and find Jesus. Like there's nothing better, nothing greater to, than to see people really uh, be fulfilled in their calling in, uh, what, into what Jesus is calling them to. And then this last year, uh, hanging out with the TC, uh, Commissioner Floyd, and uh, working in his office and helping him, supporting him, but also dreaming and, uh, you know, working on some big projects with him uh, has been just uh, eye-opening. But I can't tell you how excited I am to be back, uh, you know, ready to serve, uh, ready to connect with all of you youth uh, leaders and young people who are hopefully listening to this podcast. I, you know, I'm here for you and uh, really excited to to see what God is going to do on this next, uh, you know, uh, next season in the youth ministry, youth ministry in this territory. Great. Yeah. Thanks for uh, sharing just a tiny bit of your, your story uh, for sure. Um, You know, you already made a mention, obviously, about the idea of creating Christ-centered, others-focused disciples. And uh, we know that that is our, our goal. That's what this podcast is about. Uh, and that's the goal of children and youth ministries across the territory, to be creating Christ-centered, others-focused disciples. Um, I wonder if you could summarize for us, what does that mean for you? You know, uh, when you hear that phrase and you, you, you internalize it or you try to live, you know, what does that look like uh, to think about creating Christ-centered, others-focused disciples? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess for, for me it you know it goes back to that just that consistency that you know that uh, that decision that call uh, on my life you know at 12 years old uh, to uh, to really give all of who I am and so to model that uh, for others that you know all aspects of my life need to be Christ-centered and and others focused I think from from a young age and right through my ministry um, you know you know this this the you know the the greatest commandment you know, love god uh you know love god and love others right love people and so it's it's simple it's but it's so hard and it's so complex and so for me it's you know trying to find ways to help others to see the value in putting christ first and uh, and seeking his kingdom and then and looking you know what are the needs around me and i think the salvation army you know we are uniquely positioned to to meet human needs, right? To 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 see what God is doing, to join Him, and to uh, to really get our hands dirty. We, we've never been a denomination afraid of getting our hands dirty. And so for me, it's helping people see. You know, it's not about accepting Jesus. You know, you finished the race, like Paul said. You just started the race. You know, and uh, in you know, in that we we want to. You know, we can't earn our salvation or any of that kind of stuff, but we want to be compelled to uh, to work for others and to. Uh, yeah, to really make the world a better place. You know, the kingdom is to come, but the kingdom is now. We want the, to make the world more and more like, you know, we, we, we uh, more and more like heaven, right? Like, I think that's the, that, that's the, that's the, our goal. Right? Our goal is to, yeah, to make life better for people and uh, to point them in that, point them to Jesus. And so I don't know if that answers your question. I got a little bit of off, off, uh, off rails there, Terrence, but uh, <laughs> good. yeah, <laughs> that's my heart there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and 
kind of in the same sort of um, vein. You know, what would be um, a, a, a scripture passage or a verse that, you know, is has guided your situation um, that's kind of spoken to your life that you keep coming back and landing on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great question. First of all, I want to say that I don't know if you guys can hear it in podcast land, but there is definitely an ice cream truck that's coming close and it's going to be a struggle to stay focused, but I'm going to do my best. Um, the, yeah, the verse, I think, uh, it was actually a chapter uh, that keeps coming back to me that really is um, impacting me is, uh, is Psalm 139. And this idea, um, you know, of David calling out to God to search his heart, uh, you know, in this 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 uh, this plea and this recognition that God knit him together in his mother's womb, and uh, and for me is owning that and the value um, in who uh, God actually created me to be. Like, there's actually value in this really weird, quirky Jason that uh, you know that you see, like that, like actually God has a purpose for me and and wants me to be me and not be somebody else and i think for a lot of our young people i think we struggle uh, a lot of the young people struggle with identity who they are and uh, just just for them to know uh, that they are created uniquely that they are created in the image of god that god actually poured into them that god actually knit them together in their mother's room that they created them for a purpose and a plan just like he created king david and king david made all kinds of mistakes we all know that you know the book of uh second samuel you know is full of uh, david's escapades but uh, he's known as a man after god's own heart and that's my my plea would be that i would be a man after god's own heart but also that uh you know the young people of this territory would be marked we'd say this salvation army young people in canada and bermuda are people who are are men and women after God's own heart. All right, so we've talked a little bit about who you are, you know, your history, or, you know, uh, what brings you to this point, what, what moves you and, uh, and those pieces. So next little section, we'll talk a little bit about, um, a little bit about perspective on, on ministry, on youth ministry uh, out there. What, what would you say coming into this role and from your experience and as you begin to take up uh, this mantle of leadership, what would be your feel is your greatest concern or the greatest need as you think about, you know, the children and youth of, of Canada and Bermuda? What is it that wakes you up, uh, keeps you awake at night and wakes you up in the morning uh, when it comes to these, the, these people that, that God's placed you know, and, and, and the leaders that are listening to this as well, that, you know, that, you know, God has placed you in this place to lead. Um, you know, what are, some, what are some things that you feel maybe are the greatest need and uh, maybe the things that play heaviest on your heart um, yeah. in these days? Well, I mean, you know, having a eight-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old son, um, you know, this not only, uh, you know, is my, my passion for the youth of the territory, but I, you know, a real vested interest in making sure that uh, the Salvation Army has something of value to offer uh, to my my kids, right? And wanting to ensure that they're 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 uh, ministered to and that they are feeling loved and valued. And I think, you know, coming out of a pandemic, I mean, my biggest fear and the thing that uh, bothers me and worries me is I think that there's a lot of young people who are feeling lonely, feeling um, disconnected and uh, uh, just a des- desiring authentic Christian community. And so I think, you know, as a territory, as a, as a, as a, a person, as a follower of Jesus, like I, I, I want 
my life to to connect others to Jesus and connect others to each other. And so, you know, if we can find ways as a territory to engage our young people, and we have to be creative about that, you know, I think the, the world we knew before pandemic uh, is different than it is now. The world in pandemic is different than it is now. And we're, you know, some kind of hybrid of what was and what will be. And, you know, we're kind of in that, that mix. And so trying to create, you know, something that's relevant, uh, something that tells our young people that we have a, um, we, we, we value them, that we have a, there's a purpose for them, that the Salvation Army, uh, that the church needs them. Uh, but we desperately need them to live out the fullness of who they are in Christ. Otherwise, our our church in the West is we're 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 in big trouble. I, don't, I have full faith that we're uh, you know God is in control, but uh, but I think uh, God needs us to be His hands. Wants us to be. I don't think God can do whatever he, God wants to do, but God wants us to be His hands and His feet. And I think He wants our young people, our children, our youth to be His hands and His feet in the communities that they are. You know, building. Uh, communities that are just and know the love of Jesus at the, at the end of our vi- new vision statement, right? You know, we want we want them to be uh, inspired to build, yeah, community, and uh, but not just community for community's sake, but community that knows the love of Jesus. That's what keeps me up at night. All right, so maybe the question, the answer to this next question might be the same, and if it is, you can say same. No, no need to answer it again. But if that's what that you know is his heavy. Um, you know, and, and stirs you and moves you with the heart of God. So the, the kind of flip question is, what excites you the most? You know, when you, yeah. you consider children and youth ministry in this territory and what, what you know, like, what, what just like, yeah, you're like, you know, this is, this is great. This is good. You know, yeah. uh, this pleases the Lord. Uh, yeah. Is, is something you can add to that? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could simply say, yeah, the same, but, uh, you know, uh, two weeks ago, uh, Kristen and I had the opportunity uh, kind of to go up and help do some uh, soul leadership training with the, the camp staff up at Jackson's Point. And uh, just being immersed in that team and seeing young leaders just chewing into God, just like just trying to, you know, uh, consume as much as they can of God and, and trying to, to, you know, fulfill what God is calling them to. Uh, gets me excited and the reality that that's just one small piece of what's happening all across the country at summer camps this summer i know out in bc there's some great stuff in the prairies and uh, alberta and maritimes and newfoundland each division is doing in bermuda each division is doing different things and new things but in each place right across the country there are young people who are engaging with jesus you know who are creating safe uh, camping, unique camping places, uh, programming, like some virtual camping programs, day camping programs, uh, different things like that, but uh, creating that, um, that community, uh, creating uh, uh, places where people feel safe, uh, people can explore who Jesus is, that excites me. And so it was really nice to get a taste of that a couple of weeks ago, uh, being up at Jackson's, or it was only a week ago now, actually, uh, but to get a taste of that. And uh, that's, I'm really excited to be a part of that to join into that and to uh, to witness that happening across the territory. That, that excites me. Good. Yeah. Let's just change the pace a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, you've had, you've already shared, you've had, you know, several years of, of ministry experience, both um, as an officer and before that. Yeah. You know, what would you share to be perhaps you're, you know, <laughs> what would you share? I, I think, I don't think I've been present for any of these, but uh, 
I remember once I was at Camp Sunrise with Jason, yeah. and uh, he showed up with, uh, he had shaved his beard off completely. And uh, <laughs> someone almost called like an Amber Alert thinking there was some weird guy on the campground stalking children because he was wearing a brown sports jacket and he looked quite odd and he just looked really, really strange without his beard. And for me, that probably stands out as one of the most awkward times I've ever been in, in Jason's presence. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've spent a fair bit of time yeah. together. So I doubt that ranks up there for you, but um, that is one of those things I remember vividly. Uh, about you, I'll never forget that yeah. when I saw. I wasn't even quite sure if it was you. It was kind of scary. <laughs> but so, if you look back over your ministry, uh, you know, what do you think? Perhaps can you tell us perhaps what would be your most embarrassing moment or oh. something where, like, you know, <laughs> it just went really, really bad, and you wish you could forget it, but it's too. It's just too good to forget. Oh yeah. Or no one, or people won't let you forget. Oh yeah. That this happened. To well, you. you know what? There, there are lots, and uh, there. <laughs> Um, those of you who know and who are listening know that I, uh, yeah, I, I, I love to, to be silly. Um, I'll do anything really for, for a joke. And I mean, the, the, the situation that Terrence was, uh, was, um, referring to was, uh, a talent show at, um, at, uh, SPAC. It was, uh, Sunrise Performing Arts Camp at the end of the summer. Uh, last year we were DYs and, uh, we were remaking the Mr. Bean uh, Christmas skit. Uh, and so you, you can't have a, have a big thick beard. And I had a big thick beard at the time and I've basically had a beard for almost my entire adult life. Um, and so I shaved it off and uh, yeah, I was driving around, driving around camp on, uh, to get to the chapel on a four wheeler. And literally people were, you know, considering calling the police cause they didn't recognize that weird person on the, on the, uh, on, uh, on the, uh, on the four wheeler. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I've had some, some really silly, uh, silly talent shows where, you know, I just, uh, you know, do really silly things. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, you know, probably one of the, 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 the silliest things or the dumbest things I've done, <laughs> maybe put it that way is, you know, the first summer we were up at, uh, up at sunrises DUIs. I remember, um, you know, we were just had arrived. The kids were coming to camp. We had missed staff training and it was the first summer, first week of holiday camp. And they said, well, Jason, we need you to dress up like, uh, like Batman. And I said, sure, no problem. <laughs> Don't ask any other questions. And uh, so here I am putting on this Batman costume, which is probably a little too tight for me. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I'm on top of the sports uh, trailer fighting with, uh, with Superman and thinking to myself, Hey, I'm the DY. I'm, this is, doesn't seem very safe. And I'm supposed to be the person telling people not to do the things that aren't safe. <laughs> and so, you know, having to continually check myself, remember, remind myself, hey, you need to be responsible too. Um, so that was probably one of those moments where like, oh. It's a reality yeah, check. Reality check for like, me. Yeah. Oh, I probably should not be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I think one of my my favorite memories of Jason, if I can share a favorite oh, memory, you know, I... I just had this, I, I know I said a minute ago that the beardless Jason perhaps was, it probably was one of my most frightening encounters with Jason, the beardless, <laughs> face, we would just call him the yeah. beardless Jason. Um, but the other thing that I remember, and I have a video of this, so maybe I'll put it in the um, show notes below so you can see this. But um, we were at Camp Mountain View and, uh, and I was, Jason just impressed me immensely because in full uniform 
he proceeded to kick a door down in, in a condemned cottage. But he did it with such, a, such fervor and such authority, it made me feel like it was okay. You know, so like, you know, from, since then, Jason has been a guy who just, you know, kicks down doors, you know, he just, you know, just guy who kind of kicks down doors and makes it happen. So, you know, I'm just warning you all out there that, you know, Jason does, doesn't let anything stand in his way, right? He's, if God wants him, he's just, he's going to, he's going to kick down the doors and he's going to make it, make it happen. He's going to bring passion uh, to, to what he's doing. Uh, but that video, oh, it's just a great video. So, so, so epic. I do remember that too. And that, you know, kicking in that door was super fun. And then the frantic uh, call out from Erica Azak, who runs the camp up there to say, hey, they've just sprayed that and it's toxic fumes coming out. Get away from the door. There was a big warning sign. Yeah, Do well, not enter. Actually, what it doesn't, he's not telling you because he's probably lost enough brain cells. He can't remember. He didn't. He was actually inside the cabin that was condemned full That's of bug right. spray before. Um, yeah, he found that out that he wasn't supposed to go. Uh, yeah. go in there uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I can definitely vouch in my time uh, working alongside Jason both as um, I had opportunity when he was a core officer in the Great Lakes Division to be the DY in that division and then served together as DYs and now the past um, you know three years serving as um, a TY and um, Jason as, as a DY and then having him so close in the last little while um, here in Toronto and we we do run together so we spend a fair bit of time together uh, every week um, I can vouch uh, that yeah what Jason says about himself is true in a sense he is uh, he is full of full of life and I can definitely vouch that uh, he uh, uh, brings passion to um, to his ministry and to his role and and I know Kristen is the same and uh, I know we can be sure of of that sort of longing for the heart of God in the days ahead as they take up these these new opportunities and these new ministry um, roles and I, you know my cry and heart to you those who are listening out there those who will uh, together lead the ministry and um, you know and Jason and I have had many conversations about leadership and I think he would agree with me so I'll put some words in his mouth that uh, I perhaps have been saying it wrong since uh, we started this podcast that, that uh, uh, Jason and Kristen aren't necessarily coming in to lead the children and youth ministry. They're coming in to join with you who are leading, uh, to, to lead together. So as you lead with them um, in these days, uh, I encourage you to do exactly that, um, to step up and to, to lead together uh, the ministry what, uh, we, that God is doing uh, in the territory. But as, as you do, as we prepare for that, I do ask that you be, you know, be praying for uh, Jason and Kristen and their family as they transition uh, into this role, that God would uh, give them great fruit uh, for the kingdom and that uh, God will continue to kind of guide their steps in these days so that all the passion and all, all the joy and all the, the drive for life, all the doors that need to be kicked down, um, you know, that, uh, that God will provide that vitality that is needed. So together uh, we lead, together we move forward. The, the kingdom of God cannot be stopped. It can't be held back. It can't be controlled. It, it's, it's busting out. And um, I think you will see that in, inside Jason and in his own, his own personality and his own ministry that uh, that is so. And so I, I do pray that together 
uh, that we pray that God would just bring that to a reality, that the kingdom would be uh, just coming out all around us, and um, there's great days ahead. So Jason, we're soon going to clue up and, and finish up, um, uh, but just a couple more things uh, for you. You know, what could be... I'm going to ask you two. I'll give you an opportunity. I do say Jason's done quite well because um, we sat down to record this and I told him, I, I don't know what questions I'm going to ask you. And he's like, I was going to ask if you were going to t tell me what the questions are. And so I haven't. So every question Jason has answered has been, he has answered off the cuff. We haven't stopped recording except for the one time when the wood chipper kicked in, we had to stop. But beyond that, he has answered these uh, from his from a spot of genuineness because he hasn't had the opportunity to uh, formulate an answer. So I'll give you an opportunity on this and I have two questions for you to finish up. Number one, well, one of the questions is, you know, what can, how can we be praying for you? So I've just asked folks to pray for you in your leadership. Um, how can we pray for you? And then the final thing is just simply that, a final word. A final word, it's only really actually the first word. So we won't call it a final word. Usually it's a final word when I'm interviewing someone, you know. A final word, what do you want to say uh, to the children and youth and the, and the youth workers and leaders in the territory? Uh, but maybe this is a final first word or a first final word. I'm not sure how to say that. Uh, that you would want to leave with, um, leave with everyone as you kind of move uh, forward and you come into this role. And what does God want to uh, say and what do you want God to say through you? Uh, to everyone uh, uh, today and moving forward. So that first question is, you know, how can we be praying for you? Yeah, I, I mean, huge, uh, huge question. Um, yeah, I want to start by saying I would just get covet your prayers, and we just really appreciate both Kristen and I appreciate prayers and and any all the support that we've gotten uh, from you, Terrence, but also from uh, from people across the territory. I think the biggest thing is just. Uh, you know, praying for us that, um, you know, as we transition from, you know, important roles uh, in the territory into these other important roles in the territory, that uh, that God would be in and through that transition, um, that he would be, um, you know, luckily this time, we, you know, as we move, uh, anybody that's an officer or officer kid, you know, you usually have to pack up your house and we'll be praying for Terrence and Jennifer as they pack up their house and, and, and hit the highway. We don't have to go far for, you know, just have to, you know, switch floors at THQ, uh, but there's a lot of stuff uh, in we just want to pray that God would uh, would guide our steps and make sure that we finish well in our current roles and uh, that we would have his eyes uh, to see the needs of the territory in terms of children and youth programming, that we'd have his ears to hear, uh, that as we um, as we work with the, the team to cast vision and to, to continue to move forward, the amazing stuff that uh, uh, has been in place, uh, not only in the last four years with, uh, with uh, uh, Terrence and Jennifer, but, uh, you know, over, you know, the existence really of the, the Canadian territory uh, that, you know, God has been doing amazing things uh, through the youth department. So we just want to be um, open and willing and uh, to move where God wants us to move in the direction that his spirit is leading. Uh, so if we would be a responsive uh, people and yeah, if you just pray for, for our kids uh, as well as we, uh, as again, they're, they're coming through a year of pandemic and uh, we'll pray for all your kids. But if you want to pray a special prayer for our kids as well as they just, uh, you know, come out of pandemic and uh, get re-socialized, hopefully back into school in September and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, and uh, your second question, a final and or first word. I think... Uh, uh, first of all, I would like to say, uh, again, just reiterating how um, honored both Kristen and I are uh, to be sitting in uh, 
these roles, uh, moving into these roles, um, we are blown away. Uh, we're humbled. When I think back to the 12-year-old boy uh, at summer camp, who you know, giving his all to Jesus and and doing uh, lots of awesome things, but also doing a lot of really silly, dumb things like kicking indoors and and being silly and pranks and stuff like that. To think that. Uh, uh, I am now where I am and that God has been in and through that journey um, is just, um, yeah, the only way to put it is it, it could only have happened uh, by the grace of God. And so uh, what I want to say is as we move forward, what has brought me to this place is what is going to bring us forward. And I, I want to tell the territory, like, I'm going to thank Terrence and Jennifer for the amazing work that they've done uh, to get us to this place. But I also want to tell you all that uh, I believe confidently that God is a, is in the midst of doing something new. Uh, God is in the midst of something amazing. God is going to uh, yeah, just, I, I believe God is uh, going to bring a fresh wave, a fresh wind, uh, uh, the commissioner talks a lot about Ezekiel 37 and 10 and uh, Ezekiel looking over the, the valley of dry bones and uh, he asks God, you know, um, ask, you know will, uh, will these bones live again? And he says, only, only you know God. God, God asks Ezekiel that and, and we believe confidently that the, the bones of the Salvation Army, the bones of our youth, all that kind of stuff, that God is going to raise up an army and God is going to raise up uh, children and young people across this territory. And so I'm confident, I'm excited for the groundwork that's already done as we're breathing life into um, ministry, bringing, breathing uh, God's, uh, God's breath, the spirit of God breathing into the Salvation Army. And I'm excited to be a part of that and confident uh, beyond, uh, beyond a doubt uh, that God is going to do amazing things, not because of uh, not because of me, not because of Krista, not because we're anything special, but because God has a purpose and a plan uh, for our lives. He has a purpose and a plan for your life, and he has a purpose and a plan for the Salvation Army. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you're encouraged, folks, as you've listened in, and uh, you will commit to uh, pray together and to journey together. I, w- I want to take a moment and just pray for you, Jason, before we, we finish up. And, uh, and conclude our conversation. Father, we do thank you. We thank you for these moments we spent together. We thank you for the beauty of the outside, the, the nature, the trees, the wind, the sun, um, just, just all of your creation working and going together, Lord. And uh, we thank you for how that inspires us of, of your goodness and grace and your love. And uh, Lord, I take a moment now to pray for Jason and Kristen uh, for the kids as they move and transition into this ministry. Lord, I just pray that you would bless them. May your power be upon them. And uh, may you just pour yourself uh, onto them and through them in these days, Lord. We know, yeah, we believe, as, as Jason said, that greater things are yet to come. And we do prophesy to the wind. We say, come, uh, breathe, breath of God. Uh, come and breathe. And, uh, and, and, and raise up the army to stand on its feet and, then, and bring the flesh back on it and bring the spirit of life in it, uh, Lord, uh, where necessary, and just multiply your power uh, upon that ministry. And as Jason and Kristen give leadership uh, from the THQ perspective, Lord, I just pray that you would use them mightily for that, and that your, your glory would uh, fall upon them and fall upon your people in these days. Uh, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Jason, thank you very much for t- you know making the long journey from your house to my backyard for this recording. Uh, but appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. And 
yeah, we're gonna miss, uh, gonna be able to miss running with you and connecting with you. And uh, if anybody's listening from Toronto, I do need a new running buddy. So uh, if anybody wants to start running some half marathons, I could use a use a friend. Desperately in need of a running buddy. So uh, yeah, if there's any takers out there, uh, yeah, Jason's Jason's looking. He's taking applications uh, uh, for sure. Uh, but yes, again, thank you for coming and thank you for your time. And thank you folks out there for listening and joining in with us. Uh, again, if depending on when you're listening to this podcast, as of July 2nd, um, 2021, we will have gladly welcomed uh, Captain Jason and Kristen uh, Dockery as our new Territorial Children and, Youth, Children and Youth Secretary and Assistant Territorial Children and Youth Secretary. So whether you're before July the 2nd listening or after July the 2nd listening, uh, be in prayer for this transition in these days. And we, we thank God for what he's doing in the Army and in his church and amongst uh, this generation that is rising up to lead us forward into this new world and to what uh, God has, has called us into. So again, we appreciate your support of the podcast. As normal, we ask that you would support us by rating, recommending, and sharing the podcast on whatever platform you use to get your podcast media. Uh, every time you do that, it helps us uh, greatly. We thank you for everything that you're doing. And we thank you f- that you're committed to creating Christ-centered, others-focused disciples. And we look forward to when we have an opportunity to speak to you again on the Canada Bermuda Youth Collective Podcast.